and go. Hello. Hello. Why have I said hello to you for? I don't know. It felt a bit weird, I but know. I went with it. Powering through. Yeah, I guess so. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you Amazing. guys? Good. good. Nice to have you. Thank you for having me. Of it's been a hell of a chase to get you on the show. Been... I know, I apologise. No, it's not it's not your fault. We've been like like struggling. Like, we want her on the show. We want her on the show. <laughs> You've been on, on our list for a very long for time. Very well, long I feel very time. privileged, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ashley Oki. Yes. From the brand Soulcat. Yes. And you guys have been going for how long? Uh, six years. Just over six, six years, years now. Um, Lovely. So I've been at the company for two years tomorrow, actually. So it's my two-year anniversary tomorrow, no which is amazing. Way. What a time um, to be recording. And yeah, <laughs> they've been running for six years, which is amazing. Yeah, Fantastic. Really, really good. Now, I don't want to uh, do this, do the brand any disservice by <laughs> saying what the brand is. So I'm going to let you do that. Mm-hmm. So Soulcap is a swimming cap brand for long and voluminous hair. Um, it's kind of something that the guys realized that was really lacking in the swimming community um, and it's a brand that makes swimming accessible for all um, I could go on for ages <laughs> about how amazing <laughs> things do but I'm sure we'll speak about it like lots in the podcast we sure do. Um, but yeah that is kind of the the basis of the brand like we do a lot more than just swim caps these days but we that is the bread and butter of soul cap um, and there's many different entities off of it so, yeah. Brilliant. Oh my gosh, that was so succinct. You've <laughs> <laughs> done this before, I see. I haven't. Have you not? This is no, your first I've time. done panels and talks. Ah. The first time I've sat in front of a mic like this and spoken. So, You're doing yeah. well so far. Thank you. you. It. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's such an interesting concept for a brand. Mm. I really love it. When I was reading up on Soul Cap and what they do and how they started, which we'll go into in a little bit, I just think it's, it's a very niche area that is providing such inclusivity mm-hmm. that you wouldn't, I don't think mm. the average person would necessarily think of. No. no, and that's the kind of thing that always comes about if someone sees us online or on social media or like a TV appearance, the many comments are, I didn't know this was needed. And like mm-hmm. so many people, it's kind of naivety and it's kind yeah. of also laziness when mm. people come to think of it. Of course it's needed. Not everyone's head and hair shape is exactly the same and everyone needs safe access to the water. So it is one of the most needed products out there. So how did the brand start? So rewind six years ago, uh, Michael and Tox have been best friends for as long as they remember, I believe. Um, And they wanted to learn to swim. They realized they couldn't learn to swim like any kind of adult they went to a swimming adult swimming lesson and they seen a lady in the pool when she was kind of wearing a bag over her head when she was in her swimming lessons mm-hmm. and they wow. were kind of like why like why was she wearing a plastic bag over her hair and they went home chatted to their the, the obviously their men no hair they didn't know kind of what was going on <laughs> and went home chatted to their mothers their sisters their family members that were female and they said yes yeah, because there's not a swimming cap out there that covers our hair for mm. dreads, afro, mm. even just thick Caucasian long hair. Like it doesn't matter what it is. There wasn't a swimming cap out there to cover the hair. It mm. would slip off. And when you go swimming, your hair is the main thing that you want to protect because if you're competitively swimming, you don't want the hair constantly in your face. It's a big distraction. So um, yeah, that's how Soul Cap was born. They saw that like this was a really big need. Um, and they went out there. I think they bought about 200 caps to start off with and thought it wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna do well, popped it on Amazon and here we are today. And um, I think Tox said the other day, they'd, they looked at their order from uh, last year and it was like over 100K caps, something like that. So 100K. Yeah, so like going from like 200 caps 
in like five years, all of this. And that was last year and this year has been incredible. So I just dread to think like how many now? And it's, yeah. it's not just ordering a cap, like you think a retail store, a lot of caps with that have been life-changing to people. So it's not just a product, it's, yeah, that's where we are so today. So obviously they thought of the concept itself. Mm -hmm. Did they design the caps themselves as well? Yeah, so they worked really hard to work out kind of the sizings and what we needed. The caps start a regular, which is a regular industry standard cap, as they would call it. Um, it's not a regular industry standard <laughs> cap because it doesn't fit everybody. Um, and then we go to a medium, a large, an extra large, and a 2XL. Um, and currently we have just a core collection, but we are launching more products um, to make them more colorful, more exciting. And yeah, it, it honestly is amazing. You'd see the 2XL cap and you'd be like, wow, like that's incredible. It really is like dreads longer than people's waist um, yeah. fitting in there and making sure they can get in the water. That's incredible. And I see that you guys have been involved with so many different brands, so many different people. One of them was you were involved in the Olympics. Yeah, so it, we was we weren't necessarily involved just yet. So we are <laughs> fingers crossed. Maybe Paris twenty twenty four, there'll be someone sporting our caps. But there was a big issue, which kind of put Soul Cap, I would say, kind of where we are today. People understanding the importance and really realizing why people do need the cap. So um, rewind it back a little bit to pre drama um, and Tox and Michael were doing a shoot with a family so a young little girl and a mother and she was a competitive swimmer she loves swimming it was her life um, she'd go three times three times four times a week maybe and they were chatting away at the shoot and she was saying that she wears her soul cap for training but she's not allowed to wear the soul cap in competitive swimming because oh. it didn't it wasn't FINA approved it wasn't approved by the Olympic body so she would continued to wear her thing in training when it came to actual swimming galas and all her competitions should be faced with a struggle again of her cat falling off the distractions and that's going to put a young child backwards mm -hmm. it's going to reduce their confidence and a lot of the reasons why a lot of people haven't pursued swimming is because they couldn't protect their hair so they thought okay well if this little girl wants to continue swimming and wear her soul cap let's get these caps FINA approved and they put the process in I think there was one question it was like does you does the cap is the cap fitting the normal shape of the head and all this kind of things so they put yes because you automatically assume that means has it got dolphin fins on the top of it and <laughs> is it really colorful and crazy and ours is just a bulk standard silicone cap like it wasn't like it had nothing hanging off of it um fina came back and rejected um soul cap and said that it didn't kind of fit the natural form of the head we don't understand why people would have need it's never been needed before so why was it needed the question falls why was it never needed before it's because people that wanted to use a swimming cap they couldn't use a swimming cap so they never thought they could have the access that's why soul cap were kind of there um and they thought let's go down the appeals process that they, apparently there was no appeals process right at the beginning and it just continued rolling and they didn't really know what to do didn't know where to go with it where to flow so I kind of left it a little bit mm -hmm. it went out to the media around the same time as the George Floyd incident so there was quite a lot going on we know everything was heightened to the extreme there so as soon as the bit of the media came in it was like this is not okay this is not okay it went from the metro to bbc news to vogue to cbn it went to abc it went wow. worldwide and from that moment i think the guy in charge of fina got an email from many people kind of <laughs> saying what are you playing at 
and we were able to go through the appeals process and thank gosh now we are approved and they can use our caps in the Olympics. Um, so wow. touch wood, um, in Paris, hopefully you will see someone sporting a sole cap and if not Paris, we will 100% have someone, I think it's LA next, isn't it, I believe? Mm-hmm. We will 100% have somebody there. No matter how hard I try, I will get there. So we'll be wearing a soul cap in those Olympics. So what yeah. a journey. Mm. That's ridiculous. That was only three years, well, maybe even two years ago. Two, two, imagine. Because we only got approved um, beginning of last year and the news came out in September. So just over a year ago, yeah. Um, and it was hard because you've got to think you're doing something to change people's lives mm. and people aren't agreeing with that. Mm. And it, it, it's difficult. It is really difficult to kind of comprehend why but we got there in the end we did get there in the end i'm glad you thought that because a lot of establishments stick to their rules from like a hundred years ago mm-hmm. yeah you know the world's moved mm-hmm. on quite yeah. significantly 100%. In years. definitely you probably got to think like who was sat on that board and probably why they didn't they probably didn't even swim themselves you know they probably not. didn't never had a hair on their head yeah. um <laughs> to understand the, the, the <laughs> issue but yeah. you know like you just need to sometimes not put yourself in their position but realize the accomplishments that have come from it and like mm. where where you are because you've pushed it so hard to change the narrative nice i love that absolutely so i'm going to ask a very geeky business question <laughs> um he's got his glasses so when the brand was formated formulated mm-hmm. um did they basically make sure that no one could copy did they patent the brand? No. Oh, no. No. Um, so, and there is copycats out there. There is, and there always will be. You can go on Amazon and you'll be able to find a copycat. And I think that doesn't really, doesn't, I wouldn't say it doesn't bother us as a brand because obviously it, it will bother anybody. But I think the important thing that everyone has to know about Soulcap is we have a mission behind what we do. Mm-hmm. And you could sell a pair of, I don't know, plimsolls and then one brand will go bring them out but the person that started them made them for a reason they'd done it for a core reason and that was to provide help to maybe an underserving community or just like tom's for example they'd done that amazing thing when they'd gift a pair of shoes someone would go and make hospitals but no one would ever have the same mission yeah. that they did yeah. um, and I think that's really important with anything in the business you do that yeah you might not paint in it and you people might have copycats but as long as you hold back your core values and exactly why you're doing something there's no problem in doing it yeah very true very very true I mean when when I started BAME models obviously mm-hmm. a lot of companies started doing the mm-hmm. same thing but if your core mission mm-hmm. is completely different to another company's core mission you don't have to worry about competition because no. there's no competition there's none there's yeah. none yeah. at all and mm-hmm. I think that's really important even for like inspiring entrepreneurs or anyone trying to get to a level of business where they can have that voice it doesn't matter who's around you as long as you know exactly what you're going mm-hmm. for that's the most important thing absolutely love that yeah that's really beautiful very inspiring as well because I imagine there are copycats for thousands of brands mm. And just knowing that your root cause, you've got your two feet on the ground, you mm-hmm. know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know that you're there for a reason. Yeah, yeah definitely. Drives it. Drives it hugely. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned initially the first orders were 100? I think it was about 200. Uh, 200. I okay. could be wrong. They'll probably say, actually, no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but it was around, around 200. Um, and it was a burgundy and black. And that was the first kind of colours that went out. And I think Michael was processing orders from his bedroom and at uni like I think like that's wow. how small it was and they didn't they just they thought it was a couple of extra pound in their pocket every month they started at uni did they uh Tox was working mm-hmm. but Michael was at uni yeah wow. um so Imagine. he was studying politics and <laughs> politics economics 
I want to say. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. <laughs> um, and yeah, he kind of just went from strength to strength and it just, they didn't realise it was going to happen. I mm. think it's like anything. Like you just, you have a little pipe dream, you go out there and do it and you never expect how amazing it's going to be. Mm. So all credit to them, to be honest with you. And then most recently you said it was like 200,000, 100,000? It was 100,000 last year. Okay. Um, and we haven't kind of done like, it's not the end of the year yet, so we're not there yet. But mm. this year has been incredible, not even just sales wise, but the communities that we've helped and we've gifted caps to and we've put ourselves out there. Mm. It's been incredible. Um, we're just, we've just recently done some co-branded caps for the local pools around London. So London Fields just over there. If you go in there, you'll see some soul cap caps in there with London Fields written on there. And that's amazing because normally it's kind of your, your high street brands that are in there, but we're in there making sure that everyone can go swimming, I guess. And that's the, the end goal. Has the branch expanded beyond the UK? Yeah, so our biggest clientele is the US. Um, uh, and okay. like a lot of everything, mainly majority comes from the US. It's a big following over there. Um, you've got to put down, not put it down to, but a lot of the issues in the US is a lot of drownings. We worked with Bro Brooklyn Triathlon um, a few years ago to supply caps for them for their triathlon. And the main thing was he wanted to work with us because there were so many young black kids in the community that were mm. drowning, yeah. that knew how yeah. to swim. And it's not even just a swimming cap, but providing the actual equipment so someone can go and they can go and go swimming. So yeah, US is a big thing. We're worldwide, we do everything worldwide. We had some amazing people take some of our caps to some children in Mozambique. Mm -hmm. um, we had them in Jamaica. Um, little boys that really wanted to learn how to swim and some amazing uh, swim school, amazing swim school here, took the caps out to the Jamaica. Um, so yeah, we're everywhere. Like there's not one corner of the world we would neglect in any way, shape or form. Fantastic. How, how do you bring a brand from the UK into international territory? Is it is it a pain in the arse or is it quite easy or how do you guys find it? Um, well, if you're talking about since Brexit and the custom rules have been a pain in the bum. <laughs> um, but <laughs> apart from that, no, it, it's good. I think the good thing about us is we, we work so closely with people in the US and in Jamaica and things like that. And there's so many links here in the UK that connect us with those kind of people. So you're always in conversations, you're always talking to people and there's never any time that you feel like it's a struggle because it just, we're very fortunate how it just flows. The conversations are the same here that they are over there. Mm. Are the same struggles, are the same issues. If you're talking on a customer basis, so sorry it hasn't got there in seven working days, blame FedEx, not me. Um, but everything's the same, the same mission. Like as we say, the same mission is there worldwide. Like, there's not an issue here that isn't in the US. So it's easy to convey everything to everybody. Amazing. I love that. In terms of the trajectory of you being, going from just, you know, in a uni dorm as it were, to going worldwide, do you have, because we do have entrepreneurs, whether they're sole traders or small businesses watching, and you've gone from selling 200 caps to mm -hmm. 100K caps. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice or any tips on how brands can go from that small to that big in such a short amount of time? From an employee point of view, working for two amazing entrepreneurs that run a business, I would say the family, the family's dynamic of it. We might not be a family and we might, we're not a family, but we are in the sense that we go to work for a brand that we all strongly believe in. And I think it's like any job you go into and any business that you run, if you don't believe in what you're doing, what is the point? Mm -hmm. I don't get up and go to work every day because I just, yeah, you earn money, but 
if I wasn't enjoying what I was going to do, why would I be there? And I think that's a really important thing. You've got to want to believe in what you do. And everything we do from getting models from BAME, one of them, um, or bringing freelance creators in or videographers, anything, you name it, we make sure they're a part of the family. And we use those people all the time. So we had a photographer yesterday, oh, we had a talk, and he's the same photographer we've used a few times and we will continue to use. And it's just bringing the same people in that you trust and they feel part of that family. You can do anything. You're kind of invincible because you're so close, you after the same thing and I really truly believe that's a fundamental of making something successful I love that mm. so it's about having the good people around yeah, you yeah definitely people you can trust yourself. you're only as strong as your team you know mm. and like yeah. it, go, it spirals to anyone even if you're in charge of the customer care or you're in charge of the warehouse or you're in charge of the creative you're only as strong as people next to you below you or above you and I don't know how I would get through my day without having those people around me. And I think the guys feel exactly the same. I love that. That's great. That's my heart. (laughs) 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 I'm so pleased I could help. (laughs) So what are the major hurdles that the business has? I can't speak on behalf of the guys, Mm. but I think for me, I struggle a lot when people say bad things. Um, okay. Like I think we did a Good Morning Britain document, a documentary mm. of VT a few months ago. And when they contacted me and they said, oh, we want to put this together, my main initial thing was, I'm not hiring models, I'm hiring real people that we've helped to come in, be part of this VT, and that's what we're gonna do. When we put it together, it was amazing. It was the most amazing experience watching all these people come together. Then we do it on national TV, and I was sat in the green room, and I was just so proud of us, but then, after it went live and then I go on Twitter and I see comments about why do people need this and it that's the really big hit back because mm-hmm. it's such a niche product that people seem to think people don't need and I struggle with people's naivety and thinking that people don't need it yeah. and like that's my struggle um, on a personal level is people's un- not understanding of why someone would need this Mm -hmm. it's a life-changing thing like even going on holiday with your friends I know I know so many boys and girls that won't get in the sea because they can't swim they're sat there on the life jacket while we're in the sea having fun it stems down to so many reasons it's not just black and white in thinking oh yeah they can't compete in the Olympics no it's not like that Mm -hmm. and that's what makes me mad and I get upset about (laughs) is people's naivety not to understand the reason why a sort of cap exists. How do you personally? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Big question. You, yeah. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. How do you personally get yourself past that negativity? Looking at all the good that we do. Okay. For every one negative comment, there's a hundred good comments. Exactly. I love that. Okay. And yeah. it's trying to make sure it's like anything you do there I think it's just like everything in this world the internet is a dangerous place Mm. and you'll see a comment on something and you'll think oh god (laughs) it's putting yourself out of that and realizing hang on a second yeah this guy might be peed off that he doesn't understand it but we do and it's just getting yourself back in that positive mind space Mm. and pushing forward is that also the mindset in terms of making a successful business because obviously there's, yeah, there's I think consistent so. small little cuts or yeah. mm-hmm. negative things that happen that you have to get yourself past every day. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. just being strong and remembering, again, back to the original point, why you're there, mm. what, what you're doing, why, yeah. you, why you need to be there and not letting them bring you down. 
and that's advice to anybody like young old male female anyone in the mm. world like mm. just knowing who you are and yeah pushing forward Love that. that's incredible mm. and Oh no, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Note for the editor. Her. <laughs> oh no, you have. I was, I was taken aback. Um, what's the what's the actual goal? I mean, what's obviously making money is mm-hmm, fantastic, mm-hmm. but I guess you guys, the mission here is to bring about positive change mm-hmm. across the globe. Mm-hmm. What's the end goal? Because obviously, with any mission, because I know with BAME we had a clear mission, which yeah. is to get rid of the term BAME, mm-hmm. and eventually the government have done that, which is really cool. And you know, I like to Amazing. think that we well helped done. do that. Yeah. But what's what's the goal with you guys? To not be the not necessarily be the biggest swimwear brand in the world, but to be the best. And like that doesn't mean the best because we earn the most money mm-hmm. because we have as many customers as everyone does or it's to be someone that people look at and they inspire. Mm. They go on our website and they don't just see one model that fits one criteria. You click through and you see people that you can represent that are yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I just hope one day that it just keeps on getting bigger and better and people just, they know they can go somewhere. Like a big thing that I think is, we're launching our swimwear in March. We've had some swimwear previously. Uh, it was like a trial and error to like see people's reviews, where we can improve. And when we originally done that a couple of years ago, the main thing was we were gonna start at an extra small, and we were gonna finish at a 3XL. That's unheard of nine times out of 10. Like people start at a small when they finish at a large and mm. that's just how it works. But for us, we want to make sure in every single product we make, it includes everyone right from the very beginning. And that for me is just proof that we are trying to be the best. We're not just trying to be just some bulk standard swim brand. We're there because we want to. Like even our, some of our goggles, they have customizable nose bridges because not everyone has the same size nose, you know? Wow. Like there's so many things that you just wouldn't even think of that put such a halt to someone's journey that we just want to make sure that right from the very beginning it's there and it's ticked off see i love that expression we want to be the best mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are scared to admit that to yeah. admit that yeah. to say and it shouldn't that. be it shouldn't be at all no. like if you want to be the best just say it and put it out mm. there because you're want to be the best like, yeah yeah there's nothing wrong there. with that nothing wrong with that at it's, all. it's like it's like what you said earlier about knowing what you want and knowing who you are mm-hmm. i think a lot of that comes into it i think when people are a little bit unsure about sort of their next steps or their end goal for mm. example they're hesitant to kind of be like yep yeah, we want to be the best mm-hmm. but i feel yeah. like with soul cap you guys are so enriched in what you do and you know inside and out exactly what the goal is exactly mm-hmm. where you are exactly who mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. and that really shows and yeah. that confidence is like unparalleled and i imagine it's going to be very inspiring i yeah. feel inspired mm-hmm. <laughs> thank yes. you it's quite a british thing as well to not oh, say i want to be the it best yeah. at something it's very much like oh i just want to polite and humble yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and i, I think exist. a lot of people need to just have that confidence within themselves to say that because mm if you don't someone else is going to say it for you or <laughs> someone else is going to do it like, just go out there and just do it yeah I love that yeah I think I, and also a lot of people just a lot of people want to be the best mm-hmm. and they will verbalise it and they'll mm-hmm. become the best and mm-hmm. you will get left behind as simple mm-hmm. as that and I'm not saying that you should 
destroy your competition but mm -hmm. you should at least proclaim to yourself mm -hmm. that you want to be the best whatever it is yeah. you're trying to do and mm -hmm. you will achieve your goals basically i think with that though also it's making sure you don't either you want to be the best it's also bringing in people around you that are also doing great work mm. yeah like i think a lot of the time people see they say oh yeah we want to be the best that doesn't mean we're gonna not we're gonna leave behind amazing charities and communities and projects and swim teachers and children that we've helped they will come along with the journey with us at like that whole family thing again like everyone we've worked for has come into the soul cat family and we'll be the best with them as well not leaving wow. them behind i'm obsessed <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm just like sat here like okay wow keep talking please that's incredible so we spoke about the end goal mm -hmm. and you guys are launching a swimwear line in march which is so exciting mm -hmm. Is there anything else that's coming up that we should be looking out for? Lots. And um, we really want to dig deep into like toddlers and kids. Um, like Soulcap is a brand that a lot of the issues, we've been doing some amazing research last year with a company called Studio Exception and they kind of really delved deep into kind of why, the main question why blacks don't swim and that mm. was the whole thing. Mm. And um, we really dug deep into that and a lot of the issues start from very young is because the parents didn't swim, they didn't take their children to swim, or the grandparents didn't swim, so when they looked after their grandchildren, they didn't swim, and it's kind of like an inherited issue, and that's one of the main barriers. So why aren't we focusing heavily on the toddlers and the kids? So it's really focusing, like our swimwear collection, it's kind of like a mini-me thing, so you could buy like a little racer back and your mum could wear it too, and it's oh. quite cute. Um, but it's kind of moving forward from that and making sure that we really dig into that collection so that when you go and get a swim cap, there is something that fits that little tot's head or there's a life jacket that could help them and many different things. I'm giving away secrets here, but like <laughs> there's many things that, that we wanna make sure we include to make sure that right from the very beginning, these children are covered and they, there's a one-stop shop for the whole family. And yeah, we really wanna focus really hard on the kids and the toddlers this year. So, oh, yeah. That's so exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have, you, have, you, have you started that already? Yeah, so we've got the core collection launching and that has just one um, piece of swimwear for toddlers and for kids, starting at 18 to 24 months. And then we go up to kind of like 14, 15. And then it will go straight into adults, um, up to like a 3XL. So we really have covered like the whole, from when a child can start actually start swimming right to the very end. Um, and yeah, we've started it and it's amazing. We had the most adorable photo shoot, being oh. so biased of our models, but the kids were so cute. Um, <laughs> and we then went on a lifestyle shoot and everything was just amazing. Like it really, really was. Um, and yeah, so we started that. The research has begun into developing more projects. We hope to kind of host some talk to speak to people in the community so we can really understand what the need is rather than just designing the products and being like, oh yeah, here's a market. Um, really just getting focus groups together and listening to parents. Yeah. And That's like really important, yeah. Figuring out where we need to start really and where we need to end. That's what I was gonna delve into. So when you did your focus groups, and you spoke to the parents and the we've not done them just yet ah, we haven't done them just yet okay, so we've okay. done our core collection which is kind of like your box and the swimwear for everybody that you could buy and when we go into the kids and toddlers we're developing it and i'm kind of planning it right now when we do start kind of moving into it the questions will kind of be like what do you need and a lot of the th another barrier that we have people have is cost and yes. finance so it's making sure that these collections that we bring out accessible to everybody we like to set them more premium making sure that our products will last a long time because that's really important as well mm -hmm. but making sure that everyone can actually afford it mm. um, yeah. 
So they're kind of big questions we'll probably be asking yeah. people. Yeah, I think it's definitely a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, like you said, it's a cost thing mm-hmm. as well, you know. Um, even if you want to swim mm-hmm. as a young child, black child, mm-hmm. whatever, getting access to swimming pools is going to be quite difficult. Yeah. Or even swimming lessons, if you're quite a, mm-hmm. a school that's not funded very well, they're yeah. never going to go to swimming classes mm-hmm. or they'll go to a few swimming classes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's quite a few issues there. It's a big issue as well. It's like another issue that people don't realise. Like, I was at my gym the other day and there was a lady that was taking her child swimming and she might not have been able she this must have been like their little treat for the week but she couldn't actually afford to pay for herself to swimming lessons so she was going to sit on the side and she was going to go in the pool and watch her her child swimming but the lady at reception said oh no you need to pay for your own access to the gym as well oh wow even though she wasn't using the vicinity and i didn't hover around to listen to the rest of the conversation because it's not my place but it stuck with me and it has stuck with me because I just think now that lady probably can't teach her child to swim because she also needs to be able to afford to put herself in the vicinity. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different barriers you don't think about. There's an amazing charity called No More Under in America and they provide fuel cards for people because yeah, you could get to a pool and you could be there and you could afford to go there, but to put money in your car, if you live in a rural area that has no buses, how are you getting there? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many barriers that brings down to cost that aren't necessarily just the kit or the swimming lessons. It's so much surrounding that as well. And I think a lot of people forget that. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's just making sure that people can, helping them in any way we can really. That's incredible. So how does a brand then find the fine line of sort of making a profit and sustaining themselves whilst being mindful of cost for their demographic? So we've just launched, I don't know if you've seen, we just launched um, Soulcat Foundation. Okay. So um, it was our first campaign to it at the beginning of the year. It was about off the back of the research we put together and we put together the Swim Proud Fund. Now the Swim Proud Fund over five years, Soulcap company is pledging to donate 100K to projects in the UK. Um, it was a, started off at Blackstone Projects, but now we've realised there's a lot of underserved communities and we shouldn't just steam them just to work, you know, help everyone as much as we can. Um, we've just put our board of trustees together. They'll be meeting um, in early January to go through the applications from this year. And that's how we're going to separate it. We, we've made this charity, we're going to push forward with that. And we've for years, we've helped people, before I even started the brand, help people with kit and money and we just finished a project with some unity where they were giving free lessons to women in the community and we'd paid for that we'd hired the space for them giving them kit so we had done it already but we've just kind of given its own different separate entity and it's going to sit by itself but also have quite a lot involvement in soulcap as well um but yeah that's our big next thing as well is the soulcap foundation which is amazing it's really truly inspiring how we can do that and we're so lucky and fortunate to be able to help those people Absolutely. I mean, this conversation just gets more and more wholesome as we progress. <laughs> like, to the point where I don't think it can. You then bring out the story about yeah. the foundation. I'm in awe. That's amazing. I want to go back to the beginning of the, of the brand, if mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, they had the idea. They mm-hmm. created the, the designs. How did they get the money? Because I think, like, like Kez says, a lot of people watching this mm-hmm. want to start their own businesses. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. how did they get the money to start the brand? just I think Mike Tox had a full-time job and they just kind of took their own 
cash. Self-funded it. And oh, just wow. self-funded it. Okay. And just at the beginning, just kept on money, putting money back into the brand, put money back into the brand. Tox still has a full-time job right now. He's, he works in the city. Um, and Michael works solely on SoulCap. And I think they're quite lucky in the fact that because they're happy with the dynamic at the moment, it means that kind of Tox isn't drawing a salary from the business, so we can be put into staff that's able to kind of keep it running. So that's how it works at the moment. Um, who knows if it will ever change, um, but that it, it works very well like that. And Tox also has the freedom, his company's amazing, he has the freedom to get involved when mm -hmm. he needs to in big decisions. Um, but yeah, that is self-funded and money just kept on going back into the business and new orders, orders sold out they put money back into the new orders and that's what just keeps on happening over and over again is the money keeps on going back in and you need to be able to have that control as well i think when someone's starting a business if you don't have that control in yourself to put money straight back in there then you're not gonna work nope. don't get too excited i mm -hmm. know these lavish holidays look amazing <laughs> but you can even have even more lavish holidays mm -hmm. in the future mm -hmm. if you just keep on putting the money yeah. back in it's all about steady growth 100 percent, yeah. and i think a lot of people don't realize how hard it is right at the very beginning to kind of get there and push it um, but they've done it fantastically and yeah it, you couldn't fault how they've done it at all mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people see fast money nowadays. Like they yeah. see social media people, the stars making loads of money really quickly. Yeah. Whereas business is all about steady, steady growth Definitely. and building those blocks to get to the top. Basically, slow and steady wins the race. It's the most basic saying, yes. but it, yeah. it's the most true. Mm. It really is. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. In this sort of like you know quick access sort mm -hmm. of like fast fashion mm -hmm. age that we're in, you mm -hmm. do forget that. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So moving on from that, in terms of branding, I mean, Soulcap's been seen and partnered with so many different mm -hmm. publications, brands. It's incredible. And you're only doing more mm -hmm. as you go. Have you got any advice for any companies that are starting out on how to get their foot in the door with these huge brands? Just keep going. Like, don't get knocked back. If someone doesn't reply to you, it doesn't matter. Pick up the phone or email again and go again. Okay. Like it sounds so like cold calling, but it is. You've just got to do it. <laughs> is that what it is? It kind of is sometimes. <laughs> um, luckily, we're really fortunate now, whereas we have amazing connections, and you get to that point where mm -hmm. you you have those amazing connections, and you've you've worked really hard with them. And if they can see your passion and your love for something, they'll continue to want to work with you. And we got voted one of Times Best Sports Inventions which was incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. And that is something that we didn't reach out to anybody. That was because other publications knew about us, worked with us, enjoyed working with us, and the world loved working with us. And we didn't we didn't do that, that came to us. And to be able to get someone like that coming to you, you've just got to keep going. Don't give up, don't get knocked back. Like the negative comments we said, don't get knocked back. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. And it seems so simple, but if you really are passionate and care about something enough, you've just got to keep going. Like you just, you really do. Um, don't give up at all. You might get out of offices, go on LinkedIn and search for their colleague that's next or, <laughs> it's, it sounds awful, but it's you've got to do it. Like, about people do it to get in touch with us as well. You know, like, if you want to reach out, like, you know, um, keep on going. Like, one of my favorite hacks back ages ago when I was reaching out to people was I'd put my email in the, the email box and in the BCC, I'd put so many different variations of the person's email address. 
I'd get, obviously get like seven bounce backs, but that one would go through. Oh my God, um, that's genius. It's, it's amazing. But <laughs> you, you, once now, years on, you've got those connections and that stress of trying to find someone's contact details pays off. Mm. Like it's embarrassing. Yeah. You might find it cringy or whatever, but you've just got to do it. You've just got to do it yeah. as well. Amazing. Mm. It's all those hours of, mm. of um, or minutes of time that you put into things that you don't realize are going to pay off in the future mm-hmm. that uh, that you need to do you just have to mm-hmm. do them there's no yeah. way around it yeah. like the bullet yeah. Mm. yeah i think people forget that as well they're like oh yeah i'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it for like five minutes and if it works it works yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like keep going like, yeah, yeah. Or they'll, yeah they'll get a bounce back and they'll be like oh, oh that's yeah, that yeah. yeah 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 my gosh well well here we are I feel inspired. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready to start my own business with like zero knowledge. I don't know what it's going to be, but best believe it, I'm a persevere. Hey, you can do Soul Cat part two. Yeah. So I'll be yeah. a copycat. Yeah. Copycat. You might not get as far. We've got some fans, but. Uh... I could never. Could you imagine? <laughs> Honestly, thank you so much no, thank for you joining for having us. Me. Incredible. You have, thank indeed. you. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, I mean, where can people find you guys? Soulcap.com. Um, you can shop directly worldwide on Soulcap and mm. then also Instagram and TikTok and all social media is a Soulcap official. So just yeah, type do in Soulcap on. Yeah, just find us, follow us and engage with us, see what we're up to. And we've got some really exciting, inspiring things coming up. A lot of stories from some proud projects will be coming out mm-hmm. online. You can find on our website also all the research we've done and kind of like the real barriers if you want to know and educate yourself you can do that on our website as well fantastic any charities or foundations you want to plug or so there's one that i'm loving at the moment and very inspired by is a company called open minds active in bristol um the lady maggie is doing the most incredible work um but there's also loads more there's community i can't i can't i can't remain then there's one i met yesterday um in london and it just, it's continuous like i could go on and on um, But if you go on our social media we tag them all the time we share their content if you want to get involved or help out you know where to go honestly they're all there amazing Fantastic. we'll pop their links below as well mm-hmm. on yeah. this episode for sure yes indeed thank you yeah, so amazing. much thank You're you guys incredible. thank amazing. you so much and uh, please like and subscribe and uh we'll see you soon thank you Bye. Bye.